It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Laurie Pinkowski. Laurie is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. There's lots for us to talk about. Good morning, Laurie. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good. Thank you. And I, I was thinking, you know, this must be a really um, stressful time for people who are in your line of work because you really have to not just like look after people's money, but you, you really have to look after their emotions too, don't you? <laughs> Definitely. You know, I, I wouldn't say it's a stressful time just because I've been through it so many times before, but the emotions of investors uh, continue to be the same, no matter what type of market correction it is, what's going on in the world. Uh, many investors feel emotional during times of market downturns. And, uh, you know, it's uh, unfortunately easy to make emotional decisions. Uh, and that's a huge reason for making investment mistakes. And investors can really, or sorry, investors can easily fail to see how emotions get in the way of rational investment decisions. And you really got to look at uh, some of the common behavioral pitfalls that investors are likely to experience, right? Um, including, this is one of the main ones, loss aversion. So people who avoid losses, uh, and they really prefer not to take any loss at all, even when the fundamentals are telling you otherwise, because the pain is more intense uh, than the reward felt from a gain. So again, holding on to your losers generally doesn't work out for the long-term semi. Right. Do people get overconfident perhaps too? Yeah, definitely. I think when you're on a winning streak or when the, the markets are on a winning streak, uh, it's easy to lose perspective and become overly optimistic about, uh, you know, that you've chosen the best stocks. And so that's one you got to be careful about. Uh, as well as chasing chasing past performers. So selecting stocks that are performing well because you believe the recent performance is just going to continue. And again, that's really no strategy at all. Uh, as I've said many times before, everything is you know goes in a cycle and sectors rotate, they change, and you have to change with it. And so just because something has been good, and I you know Amazon is a good example of that. Amazon was great during the recovery in the pandemic. Um, along with 2021. And then, of course, in 2022 here, uh, the stock actually kind of fell out of bed because, again, people are going back to, you know, bricks and mortar shopping and not everyone's sitting on their couch ordering from Amazon. It doesn't mean, you know, Amazon's going to zero. It just means, again, you just got to be mindful of the stocks that you own and, um, and to be able to make decisions uh, when needed uh, for your portfolio. Right. So you really have to look ahead into the future. Like if you're going to follow that hot trend of which companies are doing well during the pandemic, there, you have to know the moment to get out too. That, that must be the hard part. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the most common mistakes of investors is to kind of listen to those hot tips, um, you know, from their friends, from, you know, people passing on the street. Uh, and a good one, a good example of that is probably Bitcoin. You know, I mean, I had people come to me when uh, it was at 65,000 saying, you know, maybe I should be getting into this now. Uh, and these people were retired and so on, you know, and so it didn't make sense for them. And uh, and so, again, you got to watch out for those hot tips and make sure that you're always focused on, you know, what you can handle personally as an investor in terms of volatility uh, and whether or not you should even be, you know, going in that direction in terms of the hot tip or trend that you're hearing about. So, you know, staying consistent, staying in, you know, uh, stable type companies, uh, especially during market volatility is going to be more right. helpful to you at this point, in my opinion. So keeping emotions out of it sounds to be like that is the key. But it seems to me, Lori, that so much of the stock market and the way it goes ups and downs, I mean, it, it, it is based on emotion. 
Uh, a lot of it can be, um, you know, there's always underlying facts and fundamentals and economic data, but when investor sentiment turns this negative, uh, it definitely uh, shows uh, how investors react to uh, certain news when they're all feeling kind of bad about what's going on right now. And, um, you know, what you want to do is set realistic expectations. And again, most investors are long-term semi. People are not coming to me saying, I'm going to invest in the, you know, for the next six months. They're investing for the next 10, 20, 30 years. And this correction even, this is going to be a little blip on their performance chart, realistically, right? And that's important to take note of. So when you think back to the pandemic crash, how bad that felt for so many people and how uncertain it was, um, you know, again, for us, most clients were back to where they were within four months. And so, again, they never thought about it again after that. And so it's about getting through these periods. And, you know, it's what's important is not to get so emotional that um, as an investor, you start uh, to become irrational and you think about pulling out all of your money, even out of good companies, just right. because they're down, because that can really end up hurting you uh, at the end. And it doesn't mean you can't experience more downside before the markets get a hold of themselves. But again, we're talking about months, not years. Um, you know, you even go back to the financial crisis, uh, Simi, and, you know, clients were back to where they were within a year. And that's a long time, you know, an investor uh, kind of investor time horizon, but you look at uh, what happened after 2008, 2009 to 2020, we yeah. had, you know, a 10, 11 year bull market. So again, you want to put things in perspective for sure. Okay. So does that, is that where that difference always comes in that you talked about the active management versus the passive management? Yeah, definitely. I think that with passive management, um, you know, with a lot of mutual funds um, claiming active management but are really passive, or index funds, which are passive investments listed on the stock market. And and with a passive investment, remember, no changes are being done uh, to those um, portfolios or those basket of investments. And and so, again, you're kind of... Uh, on on the roller coaster for that ride, let's say. So, you know, if that uh, passive investment goes down, well, so do you. And you're going to go down the same as whatever it's relative to. So if you're in a, you know, a Dow ETF index uh, fund, then you're going to be down as much as the Dow is or the S&P 500. And you may not be able to handle being down that much. That's the thing, right? So you always want to keep that in, um, in the back of your mind that passive may cost less, but it may cost you more, more in pain and suffering and anxiety. Um, and so again, it's important to understand the difference. And true active management uh, means that you're making changes to portfolios. And it doesn't mean that, again, you're always right or that you don't lose money when markets are going down. Uh, you can't sidestep a correction completely, but you can soften the blow. You can cushion the impact of uh, correction, which we have done successfully for many, many years with active management. And and the reason I think this way is because I started in the business back in 2000, 2001, uh, when I saw the tech bubble burst and so many advisors were either not doing anything for their clients and just watching the technology kind of go down and down and down, or they were adding to it, buying more, that sort of thing. And there really wasn't any big decision making going, okay, well, maybe it's over for technology for now. And technology didn't recover for like 13 years after that. So my belief is is true active management. Uh, it reduces the stress. It reduces the losses in bad markets uh, and allows retirees and, and investors to sleep at night. Okay. And so what are some of those actions? Like if you are an active manager, what are some of the actions that you might take? 
Uh, so a big one is raising cash. Um, so, and that can be through the use of stop losses. So for all of our stocks, we kind of have a line in the sand. We're not willing to go below. I would say usually, uh, we're still, you know, we still, those stop losses are not in the computer. We want uh, real people to be making the final decision. And sometimes during corrections, you have many stocks hitting a stop loss. Uh, and you have to be selective. You want to be strategic. You're not going to sell out your whole, whole portfolio because the market is panicking. So again, strategically raising cash. Uh, for example, uh, right now we've got uh, 20 to 30% cash in most of the portfolios as we go through this. And we want to put that money back to work, but we need things to stabilize. Um, shifting into defensive sectors, for example, utilities, consumer staples um, are considered more defensive during times like this. Uh, trim positions that have grown considerably. I've talked uh, many shows with you how agriculture and copper have done so well. Uh, well, we've also trimmed some of those positions because they've gone up so much in such a short amount of time. Again, that can't last forever. Uh, and as I said, uh, managing downside risk, using stop losses strategically. And again, not overreacting to uh, every piece of news that comes out, I think is also very important. Uh, and again, keeping in mind the long-term goal for yourself, uh, mm -hmm. as we do for clients, uh, and what return we're, we're uh, trying to achieve over that next one, three, five-year period. And that's why we do what we do and take so much time and effort uh, to focus on risk management. Because as I've said before, it's easy to make money when markets are going up um, and when markets are going down, it's really important to limit the losses for clients' portfolios. All right, Lori, thank you. Thanks so much, Simi. Have a great week.